It's not always easy to find the positive. You might even need to search for happiness. Sometimes, just a little inspiration can make the difference. Here, it comes from unexpected places. Welcome to the Tangential Inspiration Podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Colleen. We're two ordinary moms looking for inspiration wherever we can find it. Hello, welcome to Tangential Inspiration, episode number 144. Today, I'm going to be talking about hacks to gain <gasps> inner peace and ease into fall. Oh, I love hacks. fall is coming. That's one thing I'm loving about TikTok are different hacks that yes, are on there. Yes, me too. My kids kind of laugh at me because I'll have a hack and then they'll go, did you see that on TikTok? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I did. I'm going to chat a little bit about Barbie, which is shocking that I'm going to talk about Barbie. And then a little bit about something that I learned on a true crime podcast. I'm excited. Not not all of it is inspirational, but it has an inspirational ending. Excellent. So, confession, Colleen and I both have the guilty pleasure we enjoy. One of many. (laughs) True crime. Yes. And while there's absolutely nothing inspirational about that in the least, I did learn about an amazing nonprofit from listening to one. First, the horrific part. On February 6, 2022, Jared Bridigan was shot in front of his two-year-old daughter. Oh, my gosh. After getting out of his car to move a tire that was left in the road, he was ambushed and shot four times. They left him dead in the road. Not only did his poor daughter witness everything, but she was taken to the police station and was there hours before her mother arrived. It's awful. So while the officers on duty did what they could, you know, the best they could to take care of her, that's not their area of expertise. Yeah, she's a little one. And she didn't have her sippy cup or snacks or toys. So think of diaper bags. Oh my gosh. stage. They have, you know, you need everything you in do. It. So all of that stuff that she needed, she didn't have. Personally, I always had an extra outfit in there. Yeah, exactly. that was my yes. children's yeah. issue. Well, <laughs> always yeah. needed a Socks, second outfit. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. yes. So Bexley's mom decided something needed to be done about that. And she turned this horrific tragedy into the beginning of something beautiful. In September 2022, she created the Brittigan Foundation. Now, keep in mind, he was murdered in February. So she didn't... She, she saw she got, the need right away. Yeah, and she got right oh, on that's it. that's amazing. So they created these Bexley boxes. And with the help of donations, these boxes, they're refillable. They put them in police stations. And they keep things like diapers, Formula that can be ready-made. Right. Bottles, baby wipes, blankets, kid-sized blankets, right. stuffed animals, coloring supplies, That's books. great. Sippy cups and snacks. She said, it's a therapeutic way for Bexley and myself to make something good come from this insane evil that we have encountered. And I know that Jared would be proud of that. That's amazing. I know. So far, they've distributed 31 Bexley boxes, and the last one was delivered in Topeka, Kansas. I saw a ton of boxes in Florida. This nonprofit's based in Florida. Okay. But I also spotted quite a few in Utah as well, which is fitting because both Jared and Kristen have ties to Utah. Okay. She graduated from BYU, and he attended Utah Valley University. 
Kristen noted on their YouTube video, which if you go to their website and watch Bexley in this little video, it will, it's just the sweetest thing. But as you scroll through it, they have a part where they've delivered a Bexley box to a police station. And Kristen notes that she hoped that it never needed to be used. Right. But that if it did, it was there, ready to comfort children innocently entangled in a violent situation. That's wonderful. So it's you know, another thing that's awful, but at the same time, she's made something so beautiful from it. And I would I'm, think, too, it's just a really good healing, yes, too, for yes. her. And everything I read with the mom, it, it's healing for the mom, it's healing for Bexley yeah. and, and the other kids right. as well, because right. he was a father of four. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, two with a, a previous wife. Okay. Okay. And two with his current wife. So people can help, can check out the story or make a donation at www.bridiganfoundation. So that's B-R-I-D-E-G-A-N foundation.org. I'm so excited for some hacks. I know, me too. <laughs> and you know, it's interesting. I saw this come into my email. So I've talked about Autumn Calabrese before. Mm-hmm. She's a trainer that I really like. Mm-hmm. And I get emails from her and I always really enjoy them mm-hmm. and, and really get a lot of information out of them. Isn't and it, it funny how so we funny. have certain ones that you just get so yes. excited yes. for? Yeah. So I definitely open that one. Yeah. <laughs> Do it on a dime every time she does a new video, yeah. even though most the majority of the stuff she makes on her YouTube things, I don't do. I'm not even, but you some of the cleaning hacks. It. I do. You I'm excited because of her enthusiasm and there might be a new cleaning hack or a new organizational hack. I do like cleaning hack. hacks. Yeah, they're fun. I love cleaning hacks. Yeah. So I get it when you're excited yes. to open one. Yes. So it was so interesting to me though, because it says hacks to gain inner peace and ease into fall. And originally I thought, why do I need to ease into fall? It's my favorite part Mm. of the year. I love fall. I love Halloween. I love the decorations. I like the food around Thanksgiving. And so at first I was thinking, I don't need any, I don't need to ease into fall. But the more I was reading this, because it is part of the holidays too, Mm -hmm. and I do need to ease into the holidays. (laughs) That's a hard time of year for me. Colleen does a live tree. Like you go cut a live tree. I do. Yeah. So under duress. Pass off. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying there's there's more stress to that than me just Yeah. <laughs> yep. Last year was the first year I asked my husband for a fake tree and he said no. Oh so, so it's both of you that's No, it's him. It's he, him. he really wants a live tree. The smell tree. of a live tree is there's nothing that can beat it. Yeah. I, I totally agree. So I grew up with a fake tree and mm-hmm. my mom would just hang a live wreath on the door so it smelled <laughs> yes, like yes. it was real. <laughs> For a while I would do garland. Yeah. Because garland smells really good too. But and everybody would be like, oh, it yeah, so good. Your tree is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But she basically said we are halfway through August and soon the transition from summer to fall will begin. And side note, sorry to yeah, interrupt no. you, that the pumpkin spice latte or That's whatever is live. already. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Yep. That's insane. It's August. today and I I don't drink coffee, but there was a pumpkin on the door. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I love pumpkins. I'm okay with it. I just think that's... Although I was at Costco yesterday and there was Christmas. Christmas. That's been out for a while. (laughs) Yeah. But she said, you know, we need to prepare for that colder weather that's coming Mm -hmm. and none of us are really ready for that. Nope. And and also I miss the really long days of summer. That's yes. actually yes. my biggest yeah. thing that I miss is I like the really long days. So Colleen is making a list of why I'm not excited. Right. Right. I short days yeah. are tough for me. Yeah, me too. I think short a lot days of people are tough. Are really sad. 
And she does, she, Autumn says she's going to share some of her best hacks for inner peace to help you mentally prepare for the summer to fall transition. So what is inner peace to you? Like, what, what does it feel like for you to have inner peace? To not have that overwhelm and yes. zany, just, you know. <laughs> I love that word, zany. <laughs> well, just, yes. you know, constantly feeling like I'm drowning. Right. Treading water, I should Treading say. Treading water. water. Yeah. Yes. I, I feel the same. I always say to my husband, a perfect Christmas for me would just be sitting by the tree drinking hot chocolate. Sounds That's really yeah. all. I don't yeah. need gifts. I don't yeah. need to buy anybody gifts. Can I just yeah. sit by the tree and have hot chocolate? <laughs> so. Quietly reading a book. Yes. Or, yes. Yes. And for my husband, it would be watching Hallmark. Right. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> She describes inner peace as a state of tranquility in mind and body without worries or anxieties. It isn't about ignoring the things that trouble us, but rather a way to tune out the extra noise. I think that's true. true. Right. Right. Inner peace is about acknowledging, accepting, and then letting go. Mm, That's a hard one. (laughs) That word, letting go. It's about letting go of the things that cause us emotional or physical distress So as to live perpetually in that state of calm and serenity. Doing so allows us to not only have a calm mind, but also to see things more clearly, helping us to become more focused on our goals, whatever they may be. And you make better decisions when you're calm. Really do. Because you're more rational. (laughs) I think I make better decisions when I'm also well-rested. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not a good person when I'm not (laughs) well-rested. Or if you're hangry. Right. I mean, I'm not saying when Colleen's hangry. I'm oh, saying no, me true. when when I'm hangry. Yeah. I'm I'm a irrational. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it is easier said, said than done. Yeah, right? well, absolutely. Right. With that in mind, um, she's put together a few ways you can hack your way to inner peace. Number one, honing in on your self talk. Mm. I'm really bad at that. Yeah, I am the first person to put myself down. Yeah. So I think moms in general. I think you're right are that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I look at somebody else and think, she wouldn't have forgotten that. Yeah. She wouldn't have this. They wouldn't because have. Because you have no idea what's going on. Right. In their minivan. Right. And their doors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I right. agree. Inner peace starts with how we treat ourselves. It's time to take notice of the way you speak to yourself and think about yourself. Recognizing negative self-talk gives you the opportunity to interrupt these thought patterns and foster a more encouraging, supportive dialogue with yourself. That's a really hard Once one again, Cedar, easier said than done. Yes. Yes, it really I is. I totally agree. Yes. It's just, yeah. Yes. I am not good at that. Yeah. At all. So, and I think it's also harder as I get older because I forget more easily. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm not quick on the draw as fast yeah. like I used to be. And so and the I the more tend you worry to, about that. Yes. Then the worse you are. Right. Not. So I tend to be mad at myself yeah. about that. Yeah. Why isn't my brain like it was when I was 22? Yeah. Yeah. And which only makes it worse. Yeah. So number two, practicing self-love. A self-love practice is another way to cultivate inner peace. Loving yourself is as simple as doing things that you are passionate about and that bring you joy. And I think that's a really hard one for Mm -hmm. mom too. I feel like as I've eased into being an empty nester, Mm -hmm. it's become a little bit easier to do the things that I want to do. Although I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. Like I I think that's very common though too. Yeah. I don't read as much as I used mm-hmm. to. I have the time to read. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, I, I'm still figuring out that. Mm-hmm. Is it that you aren't interested in it or? I don't know. No. Okay. I don't know. I just definitely do not voraciously read like mm-hmm. I used to. I remember reading one Harry Potter book in a weekend. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if I do. Maybe you just burnt yourself out. Maybe. With all the reading. Right. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Carving out time for hobbies that you enjoy, see, as well as taking care of your physical body with regular movement and healthy meals are other ways to practice Mm self-love to achieve inner Mm -hmm. peace. And that that is a really good one. Um, I can definitely be better about that. Um, Number three, communicating clearly and with respect. And I thought about this in terms of the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just you're around family. Yeah. And it's stressful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think... And you're usually sleep-deprived. Yeah. Because you have a million And you haven't eaten probably yeah. great. Yeah. I remember one time you guys came over, and it was... We were watching Wonder Woman, 19. Oh, yes, yes. And I had laid out, like, some vegetables. And I remember Craig said, <laughs> I cannot wait to eat those vegetables. <laughs> and it probably was because we hadn't had enough vegetables yeah. through the holidays. Yeah. You know? Well, there's sweets, like parties have sweets right. and whatnot. Right. So, yeah. But it's so funny yeah. because I remember him specifically <laughs> being like, I can't wait to eat those. Well, that tells yeah. me that, that <laughs> you yeah, yeah. eat enough yeah. of yeah. vegetables, yeah. right? Yeah. I think good communication is essential for strong inner peace. This means speaking both assertively and respectfully, especially in disagreements. That's or just avoid the disagreement. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's hard. It's so much I easier to just, right. I too. Right. Because we don't like confrontation. No. And we're people pleaser. I mean, we, we are. want everybody happy. I do. And so it's I do. It's and there's a to, fine line. Yeah. There's a fine line. Yeah. But it does mean standing up for yourself mm-hmm. and voicing your concerns yeah. while staying calm, collected, and avoiding hurtful language. Yeah. I don't have a hard time with the hurtful language, nope, but I don't it either. is hard to stay calm, cool, and collected yeah. with, with some situations for sure. Right. One time I went upstairs. I think it was just, I was a little overwhelmed at Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. we've had up to 30 people at our house before. Oh my before. gosh. And I remember I went upstairs and just flipped through a magazine for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. I think it was Pioneer Woman or something. <laughs> I'm sure that it was. But just, it was just good for me. Yeah. Like I just said yeah. to my husband, I think we were even done eating. Mm-hmm. And I think I just said, I need a couple minutes mm-hmm. and then I'll come yeah. down and start yeah. again. So. And I don't think that's bad. No, I don't think so either. It's not disrespectful. No, no, not at all. In fact, I think it's respectful to your guests because you're going to be a much better hostess. Right. If you're... I don't... If you just needed a minute. Yep, exactly. Run a brush through your hair. Yeah. Put some lip gloss on. (laughs) Look through Pioneer Woman. (laughs) Come back. Right? (laughs) Number four, becoming aware of who and what you spend your time on. And I know for me throughout the holidays, I, and I know this may not be what everybody mm-hmm. does. I do say no to some things. Mm-hmm. I do because I have found in the years past, I, I can't have everything going on all the time. Yeah. And um, then you don't enjoy any of it. Right. Like I might not go to a work vendors mm-hmm. happy hour mm-hmm. if it's after work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm probably never going to bow out on my best friends, mm-hmm. but I've just found Really, you need to pay attention to yeah, what you can and absolutely. cannot do. Your time is both limited and valuable. I think that's such a good word, yeah. valuable. Yeah. Start taking control of what you're spending your time on and who it is with. Time is a most precious resource, and it is entirely up to you how you spend it. That's so true. It is very And to true. take control of that. Right. Yeah. Right. Number five, enjoying the present moment. This is a hard one for me too because I um, I, don't, I love scrapbooking, and so mm-hmm. I like having the pictures. Mm-hmm. But I found in Christmas's past, sometimes I just put my phone down and stop taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. I have a picture that I like to take my girls walk down the stairs. I like to take a picture of them in their PJs at the top of the stairs. And maybe that's the only one I mm-hmm. do all day. Because then you can enjoy the moment. That's right. Yeah. 
So I think you just know, you know, when it's appropriate for you and when it's too much. Right. Because sometimes pay attention. um, Yes. And I am bad the other way with I've gotten out of the habit of taking pictures. So then I regret not having pictures. So it's hard as our kids get older. I know. I know. I feel like I took 152 a day. Now, dear listener, mostly I have cats in my role. My camera roll is a lot of cats. Seriously. And videos of cats. I had some video that I watched. It was way too late. Otherwise, I was going to send it to Colleen. But I would have probably heard, I've seen that. That's an old one. I, my favorite cat one is called Pinky the Cat. Look it up. Oh, that's funny. It's hysterical. <laughs> At the end of the day, inner peace is all about being present. It is learning to give your full attention and focus to this moment in time without ruminating on the past or worrying about the future. Mm. Both of those are really good. Yes. Yes. And these are ways she, these are things she also said to stop doing to hack your way to inner peace. So some of those were do these, Mm -hmm. these are don't Mm -hmm. do these, trying to control other people. I know. Mm. <laughs> we were talking. Colleen just saw my face. <laughs> we were talking in church recently about free agency, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I don't like that." <laughs> I was joking, yes. kind of, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. I don't like free agency. Yeah, yeah. I want to tell my kids yes. what's best yes. for them <laughs> and for them to know. That's right. Yeah. That's right. There's nothing we can do to control what other people say, feel, yeah. or do. Yeah. Even when we try to exert influence over others' actions, there's no guarantee that they will respond and act the way we wish. So true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of these are just right on. I know. To achieve inner peace, you've got to stop trying to control, fix, or change other mm. people. Mm. Mm. Two control freaks in this room. Maybe three are in this room right now, actually. <laughs> three control freaks. Oh, maybe four. There's a cat. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Number two, focusing on negativity. I don't think, honestly, I mean, this sounds, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not giving ourselves mm-hmm. a pat on the back, but I think this one might be the easiest for mm-hmm. us to stop. Fo- I mean, yeah. Teresa and I are generally optimists. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This may seem kind of an obvious one, as inner peace and negativity are polar opposites, but it can be easy to dwell on the negative things in our lives, and a reminder to choose positivity is always helpful. Now, one thing that I can dwell on that's negative, messes. Oh, yeah. That other people make. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, That gets under my skin. But I'm the kind of person that I'll just, like, put on a good podcast and clean it. (laughs) I just get really tired of cleaning the same thing. I guess so. I mean, not I'm not talking about, you know, mopping floors or whatever. I'm talking about cutting open something and leaving the wrapper on the couch. You know, just simple stuff. Right. um, Right. Yeah, I can see where I could work on that with my um, choosing focus. Right. I think also one thing that I've learned, too, is put it – Maybe just put it away and think about, this is super simple. Like, I could mm-hmm. dwell on this. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. They should have done it. Yeah. Or you can just say, this easy. Yeah. This is easy. It took me 10 seconds. Yeah. And now I'm going to not walk past it five times. Yeah. And, and be annoyed. And not think about and it all the time. Done. Yeah. Well, I always, I'm like, what would my mom do? Because my Ooh. mom would just happily do it. And yep. she, I mean, she might not, in the moment, she might think. She might not be 100%. We should have picked this up. Right. But. But she just, I wouldn't hear about it because nope. she just would be like, you know, I love my children. And so that's what I'm that's doing. Right. <laughs> so My husband kind of leaves his socks everywhere. Um, 
And I am not a person to leave clothes in the dining room. (laughs) And he leaves socks in the dining room, maybe a shirt. And I've gotten to the point, though, though, I just, I just, it doesn't even cross my mind anymore. I just take his shirt up and hang it up and put his socks in. It's just not worth my time and energy to let it annoy me. And honestly, that's my own issue of of perfection. (laughs) I'm going to learn from Colleen from that one. So, (laughs) you know, look for solutions instead of wallowing in the negative Mm, mm -hmm. and disrupting your inner peace. Number three, this is the hard one. Seeking validation from others. Mm. I'm somebody Mm -hmm. said to me once, you're a gold star person. (laughs) (laughs) You like a little gold star every time. Grades, you do something. Grades and all of that, yeah. <laughs> or like you like it to be not um, kind of, a, you like it to be a little bit acknowledged. Yes, I not, guess. not uh, like you said, not the pat on the back. I no. don't want a lot of attention. No. But I do like, like I for people to notice, that. yes, that I put in extra effort for yes. that. I do, I do like for people to notice. Right. I don't need big accolades or no. anything, but yes, I do like gold stars. I, I, I want... Somebody to maybe walk in the house and be like, wow, I can yeah. tell you did yeah. this today. Exactly. That would, exactly. you know. And I need to stop that. Yeah. Because a lot of times, honestly, most of the time I'm doing it for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we want the gold star, obviously right. we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just as we cannot control we other can people's We can give each actions, other gold stars. We can do that. There we go. There we we go. need okay. a chart. <laughs> um, I'll get on that. Yeah. Okay, sorry. We need go a chart. <laughs> we cannot also control the way they feel about us. Mm-hmm. You will never achieve inner peace if you are always worrying whether other people like you or are proud of you. Yeah. That was a hard one for my kids to learn. I remember telling my kids, you know, I work with a lot of people that I like. Mm -hmm. And there's certain people that I'm not going to do stuff outside of work with. Mm -hmm. That's okay. It is absolutely okay. Absolutely okay. okay, But I used to not think that. Everybody here has to like Mm -hmm. me. Everybody has one. You can still be respectful without yeah. everybody being yeah. your best friend. See, right now, we I so, have really good, we awesome, do. amazing ladies that I work with. And I would love to spend a ton of time with them. But once again, not a ton of time on my calendar to spend. Right. So even right. though I'd like to. Right. Um, we may get there someday. Yeah. Your happiness must be a factor entirely independent of the thoughts and opinions of others. That's so true, but once again, so We're hard. We're people pleasers, yeah, too, yeah. as we already said. Last one is indulging in self-pity. So I have a story about this. <laughs> I was thinking about this. One time, a couple years ago, <laughs> I had a huge wart on my nose. I am serious. I had a real, oh. and it was fast growing. So I went was and I had it Was it near removed. Halloween, where you could have at least used it as a witch? Yes, and my daughters were like, you should have. And I was like, no. <laughs> So I had it removed, and in case you don't know, there's a lot of blood vessels on your nose, so it bleeds a lot. Mm-hmm. So they had put a big no. <laughs> gauze on my nose, like pushing up against it, and then they had wrapped it around my head. <laughs> I know. I know. So I'm driving home for my dermatology appointment, and I said to my husband, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get <laughs> chips. And he goes, I can't believe you're going to go looking like this. I'm just going to keep my head down. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch Star Trek for two hours. And I'm going to give myself that pity party Yeah, for two hours. Yeah. I'm going to eat chips. And honestly, that I don't know if that works for everybody. No, even when it I had cancer, me. Yes. that was my thing. I'm like, okay, I have today to cry, get really yep. upset, and get it all out. And then tomorrow, I'm going to wake up I'm gonna and sleep get good. back on the path and right. figure, you know, game plan. Right. Because I think it's human nature. Yes. 
I think we can't say never have self-pity. Yeah. Because I think being human is. Yeah. But I think to sometimes put a limit on it. Yeah. I remember one time my daughter was really upset about a part that she had gotten at dance. Mm. And it was just going on and on. And I remember I walked into her room and I said, you're done. (laughs) It was like day three. And I said, we're wrapping this up. (laughs) And I know that sounds really harsh, you guys. But I just felt like we've got yeah. to pick ourselves Change the energy. Because the energy was all going right to that. And yeah. move on. Yeah. And it ended up actually turning out great, by the way. So um, there is no denying that life is hard and at times painful. But gaining inner peace will be out of your reach if you spend too much time indulging in self-pity. Yeah. Like we said. And the martyr. Because yeah. I yes. do like to. I, well, my kids will all say that I point out that I get up really early. Oh. So like if you tell me one more time, you get up early. Because they In don't. case you're wondering, Colleen does not get up early. <laughs> so, but they're like, what'd you get done before we got up? <laughs> so I, I do need to work on not being the martyr because that's right. my type of self-pity. Uh, Teresa was talking about how much thunder and lightning we got this morning while she was awake, and I was barely awake to hear. I so. asked Colleen to postpone because I didn't get any sleep. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, and I was so. like, oh, I didn't hear that until much later in the morning. So instead, build up your inner peace by expanding the situation at hand and accepting accountability for your own role in the outcome. Mm. Then you set yourself up to be able to do something about it. So your life, your happiness, and your inner peace are all in your control. And fostering your inner peace will be of use to you when life gets chaotic. So true. All of that. Yeah. So as we go into fall and those days get shorter and Mm -hmm. harder, I would say also listen to our episode on Huga. Oh, yes. That was another thing. I can't remember what episode number that is. but We'll look it up and have it in the show notes. Yeah. But... That's also yeah. as we talk about moving into fall. There are some good tips in there yeah, about stuff to do. Because it is a good do. time to you know really snuggle up by the fire yes. and get a book yes. and have that cup of hot and, cocoa and have so, your inner peace. Yeah, and if you think of it that way, versus yep, yeah. I had to change that. I had to yeah. walk around my house, flip on some lamps, light a couple candles, mm-hmm. and ease into fall. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Just quickly, because this isn't enough for a long one, but I was reading about a 14-year-old boy named Connor Halsa who was fishing in Minnesota. Okay. Lake of the Woods, which oh, sounds like some place that we might... beautiful. Yeah, or <laughs> that we might hear about on a podcast. But, yeah, ooh, yeah. And he was fishing, and he found a wallet. Oh. He, like, didn't get a fish. He got a wallet. Well, maybe got a fish, too. But anyway... <laughs> I hope he got a fish, too, just because. He, he opens up the wallet, and there's $2,000 in oh cash. Gosh. So, was it in the water? Was the wall in the water or did I'm he just find it? I'm assuming it was in the wall. I'm assuming he caught it. Oh, off the wall. like he actually That's caught it. That's what it sounds like. Okay. Yeah. So they open it up. It's got $2,000 in cash and then like a business card with this guy's name. Long story short, he finds the owner, Jim Denny, who lives in Iowa. Okay. And he had lost the wallet about a year ago. Wow. So I'm um, surprised he could still read the name on it. I know. I know. I wonder if it had like a license in there too that would yeah, kind of hold be. up better. Could be. Wow. That's awesome. But yeah, so amazing. He tried to offer him a reward and they, you know, rejected it. So he went and said hi to the family and brought them a cooler, which is perfect for anybody that fishes oh, because they need coolers. Oh, yeah, like a really nice So I just Those can be really expensive oh, too, yeah. a nice one. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so, so sweet. I just, so I thoughtful. love that that's, you know, good kid out there. Yes. And that the owner's happy and also rewarding him too. Absolutely. I love it. So I already told you that 
I loved the Barbie movie. Yes. Loved the Barbie movie. I still have not seen it. So you got it. Okay. Which honestly surprises me, considering I've always viewed Barbie as, you know, this unrealistic portrayal of women. Mm -hmm. And I still mostly stand by that. Mm -hmm. But the movie gave me another take. I have to see it again, just because I know a lot of the things went over my head. Okay. There were scenes and just, you know, different, you know, like some movies where you watch and you catch different things. Yeah. That's the Somebody told me that you'd appreciate your mom after you watched the movie. Did you find that to be true? Well, I think we appreciate our moms so much we do. anyway that I'm not sure if... If you needed that message. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That wasn't necessarily what I got out of it. Okay. Okay. I won't give a bunch of spoilers. Okay. But they do have Rhea Perlman. Is that yes. how you say her name? Rhea. She, Rhea. Okay. Mm-hmm. She p- portrays the Barbie creator, Ruth Handler. Okay. Um, that's all I'm going to give away. But okay. Perlman uh-huh. did... Her job, because it got me curious to learn more about the real-life Ruth. Oh. I'll start off by saying that not everything about Ruth leaves me inspired. Okay. The woman was forced to resign from Mattel in 1975 after falsifying financial documents. Plus, she did help push a doll that, by physical features alone, was completely unrealistic for girls and women. Still, there's just... You know, were things about this woman Mm -hmm. and Barbie, after seeing the movie, that have left me inspired. Ruth was born to Polish-Jewish immigrants in Chicago, Illinois, and was later raised in Denver, Colorado. She married her high school sweetheart, Elliot Handler, and they would remain married until her death in 2002. And I think right there, that's pretty dang impressive and inspiring. Ruth also became the first president at Mattel. Oh. Yeah. And that, I'm kind of shocked about that because... Having Boys a woman as a president. Day. Yeah. Yes. And day. do you know what date, what year uh, that was? It would have been like the 50, wow. maybe 50s. That's yeah, really impressive. Apparently, it started as a furniture store. Who knew? More specifically, they made furniture out of two new types of plastic, lucite and plexiglass. I feel like... <laughs> I'm that would be Barbie home yes, furniture. Yes, yes. So, and then with World War II, furniture sales sure. dropped. Nobody would be spending money on no, that no. during that Except time. Frivolity. So right. they shifted gears to toy furniture, which surprises Sounds me. That's totally right. A pink couch. <laughs> yeah. um, which ended up being so popular that they changed their whole operation to toy manufacturing. Wow. Mattel was named after creators Harold Matterson and Elliot Handler. So Elliot Handler was oh, her husband, husband. like yep. I said. Yep. And Harold Matterson, they used the Matt yep. to do Matt L. Yes. Elliot. So his last name, his first name. Apparently, they said there wasn't enough room to add Ruth to the combination. Mm. So, I guess, yeah, because it wasn't his last name. It wasn't her last name. No. Interesting. Yeah. So Ruth watched her daughter named Barbara Millicent, and friends play with their paper dolls. Remember paper dolls? I actually still have a stash of them. I have like Little House on the Prairie ones. What were the things, the fashion plates? Oh my gosh, I love those. fashion plates. Yes. So she'd watch her daughter and their friends play with paper dolls and notice how they used the dolls projecting their dreams. Sure. And kind of living through the dolls, you know, thinking of their futures. Right. She thought a 3D plastic version would be even better. Right. But the guys didn't agree. Right. So they went on a trip to Europe in 1956, and Ruth purchased three Bill Lilly dolls. Huh. I guess they're a West German fashion doll that 
came in both 12 inches and 7 inches, and it was intended for adults. Okay. But she brought three of them back to the States. She gave one of them to her daughter, and then she took two to work with her. And with the help of a local inventor designer named Jack Ryan, which I just thought was funny. <laughs> the local um, spy. Yeah, yeah. And toy creator. Yes. Um, Barbie was born. And Barbie was named after her Their daughter. daughter. Yeah. Right. She premiered at the American International Toy Fair in New York City on March 9th, 1959, and was an instant success. They sold 351,000 dolls within the first year. I think wow. I read that they were like $3 each. So yeah, they were making some Bank. good money. Yeah. Yes. Barbie is credited as being the first mass-produced toy in America. And that's a pretty big huh. deal. Yes. While Barbie may not encourage body positivity, she most certainly promotes, as weird as it sounds, individuality. Yes. And the belief that you can work to achieve your dreams. Right. Barbie has all sorts of careers. Yep. And some of those required college degrees, which apparently she acquired in 1963. I love it. <laughs> so I love it. Ken came along in 1961. Can you guess who he's named after? Their child. Oh, is did she so, have a boy? She has a boy and a girl. <laughs> and so Kenneth. Cute. Um, he was named after their son. And apparently Elliot, the husband, is also credited with creating Chatty Kathy. Oh, yeah. Which I think was on Brady Bunch. I didn't have a Chatty Kathy. I didn't um, either. Creepy Crawlies and Hot Wheels. <laughs> so we got, I remember getting a Hot Wheels track set. Big name. Yes. Toys. Huge. Yes. And I wasn't excited about Barbies, but my grandparents gave us a Hot Wheels, you know, track one so Christmas. So I love Barbies. <laughs> yeah. I knew. No, yeah. I, that doesn't surprise me. I know. I know I'm in the minority. With, I mean, I love clothes and stuff. Yes. So Handler was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1970, which I think is so ironic because, you know, she was pushing this doll that had, you know, perfect chest uh-huh. and skinny waist uh-huh. and... So anyway, she ended up having a modified radical mastectomy, which was normal at the time. Right. And it was nearly impossible to find good breast prosthesis. So she decided to make her own, which I love this. Wow. With the help of her new business partner, Peyton Macy, they manufactured a more realistic version for women having mastectomies. Wow. That is so interesting. Yes. So they were called Nearly Me and became very popular. I love the name too. (laughs) No. Um, So popular that Betty Ford was fitted for one. That's amazing. Do you want to guess the name of the company? (laughs) It was called Ruthton Corporation. Good for her. For Ruth and Peyton. Well, you know what? I'm glad that her name got (laughs) in it. I know. I just loved that. Jeez, it's about time. (laughs) I completely understand that Ruth Handler made some poor decisions, like I said. I know. But she made some pretty outstanding ones as well. First being, you know, the first president of Mattel. Quite the entrepreneur in a man's world at the time. Yes. And when I look at the different take on Barbie, like I said, after watching the movie, I can see how it would be about girl power. Right. Totally. The release of her Barbie house in 1962 showed young girls that they could be independent and empowered. They could have their own home. Mine had an elevator that you pulled (laughs) on. It was like three floors. It had a little elevator. I think my sister had the head, like a big, huge head that you could do the hair. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Of course, everyone had that. Right. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
Oh, uh, this is bringing back so many memories, <laughs> Teresa. I love it. In 1968, they introduced Christie, a doll that was that many consider to be the first black Barbie. Okay. So, so they kind of changed the features and whatnot. She Barbie ran for president. She was on the cover of Time magazine. She was saying it's not just about the body on right. Time magazine. She proved that breakups happen when <laughs> her and Ken officially took a break in 2004. I love it. It was a good reminder for me that it all depends on how you look at things. And never, never in a million years would I have guessed that Barbie would teach me that. I love that I'm going to go to a water aerobics class with a girlfriend's partner. And apparently what's so fun about it is that they have a Barbie. Like, she's up on the deck with the Barbie. Showing what to do. Showing the moves. So, yes. Do you remember the Barbie van? Yes. Absolutely. I remember the Barbie van because my sister got that for Christmas one year. Okay. When she was probably 12. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, she did not want it. She didn't like it. I also had a port, like a convertible. Oh, that's cool. I know. We may consider Barbie a celebrity herself, but Mattel Brand has also immortalized quite a few celebrities over the years. The first one being 60s model. Oh, is it Twiggy? Yes. Okay. Yes, it was Twiggy. A few other celebrities included Audrey Hepburn. Oh, lovely. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, interesting. Jane Goodall. That one I knew. Okay. Prince William and Kate Middleton. I love that. <laughs> they're, be- they're Barbies already. Yes, they're-, they're beautiful. Uh, Beyonce. Oh. Reba McIntyre. Joan Jett. Got a good head of hair. And, yes. And Cindy Lauper. I have a funny Barbie story to tell you. So Barbie and the Nutcracker is like one mm-hmm. of the first Barbie oh. movies they ever made. Yes, yes. Okay. I read that. Okay. Trivia. Oh. And it's a it's it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And it was my girl's like favorite. But like they were little. Mm-hmm. And I gave it away to my niece. Oh. And I got in big trouble. Yeah. So I ended up finding it one year in the $5 bin <laughs> and put it in their stocking. Oh, see, that's perfect. But years later, they were like, where is Barbie <laughs> and the Nutcracker? And I was like, um. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> so, like Pokemon cards in my house. Right. I I've never given thing. it away again. Uh, it's yeah. still there. <laughs> it's still there. So they can watch it Barbie. this year that's as you right. ease into Christmas. We love Barbie at our house. Um, careers that you didn't know Barbie had. So her first job, I think, was modeling. Okay. That's where she met Ken. Oh, commercial. Okay. Good to know. Rapper in 1992. <laughs> well, that is for the 90s. <laughs> in 1994, she was a circus performer. In 1999, an Avon representative. I remember that one. 1999, a matador. 1999 wow. as well, a sign language teacher. Oh, I need that. 2000, a paratrooper. Oh, 2003, cool. a Mary Kay consultant. And then in 2019, an astrophysicist. That might be yes. because of the Big Bang Theory. Yes, Amy Farrah Fel- yes. Nope, nope, that was Raj in it. Oh, That's okay. right. But still. Okay, because she's a neuro. I love, yeah. yeah. She studies the brain. Right. But um, still, a scientist. Yes, yeah. I love it. Brainy. They say, you know, she's done everything except for she has not been a mom. She's not been pregnant. Mm. They saved that for Barbie's best friend. Do you remember Barbie's? Is it Robin? Midge. Midge. Okay. Um, I thought there was a Robin too, but maybe Oh, I'm sure there was a Robin. Okay. when you go through, I mean, there are so many Barbies. Right. So I did have to look up, um, I was curious about like a Barbie museum. Oh. Um, which there is a traveling one that's, I guess, in L.A. this year. Oh. But in general. Maybe it'll come to Portland. 
You'll, you'll have to keep your eyes I will. Peeled. I would go. <laughs> I would go with you just because now I'm so curious. But there is an actual, like, in-person Barbie museum. Right. Is inside the Museum of Lifestyle and Fashion History in Boynton Beach, Florida. Oh. At the Boynton Beach Mall. So... I wonder, if that's, I wonder if that's close to like Orlando or Disney World or something like that. I have no idea, but that podcast I that I go. listened to, they're from Florida, so they, okay. that, they would know. Yes. This is the Build Lily doll. Oh. Looked so realistic. Is that the one she yes. brought from Yes. They ended Germany? up buying the trademark for it, so okay. they ended up, you know, being legit and all. And if you look that up, it really does look similar it to does. our Barbie. It does. It's a little bit very, more severe looking to me. Very I guess thin I eyebrows say. and yeah. But, but you have to remember I the era. I see the similarities. Yeah, sure. The era. Sure, I see the similarities. Um, Ken looked different. In his early years as Barbie's boyfriend, Ken's hair was made of felt. <laughs> and his arms great. were completely straight. Poor Ken. <laughs> Though the straight arm design is still found on many Ken dolls. Yes. He, mo- he mostly exchanged the straight arms for bendable ones. Yes. And a head of plastic hair in the 70s. So I just think that it's, it's like all of the different Barbies are just so cool. Yes. Midge's is Barbie's best friend. She's okay. of Irish descent and was the third doll Mattel released as a part of the Barbie, Barbie lineup. She boasts a near 60-year friendship with Barbie. <laughs> so it's funny because, well, and then remember Skipper? Oh, Skipper. It's not Robin. I Skipper was thinking isn't Barbie's Skipper. only sister. In fact, she has three sisters, Skipper, okay. Stacy. And Chelsea. If you don't recognize Chelsea, that may be because she was known as Kelly up until oh, yes. 2011. Yes. <laughs> Kelly's in Barbie and the Nutcracker. Okay. Just okay. in case <laughs> you were wondering. If I want to borrow it this That's Christmas. right. Now you'll they, recognize Kelly. And she's little. She's like a oh. little girl. Oh, so she's a little sister. She's a little sister. Um, yes. I think that Barbie is forever 19 can't remember for sure but okay. she technically is like 65 but okay she is, looking good for her yes. age <laughs> yeah she is <laughs> love that barbie always represented the fact that a woman has choices ruth handler we want to hear from you please email us your thoughts story ideas or just say hi at tangentialinspiration at gmail.com Tell us about someone inspiring in your life and like or subscribe to our podcast. It helps us out and helps others find us. You can find more information about us at our website, tangentialinspiration.com. Follow us on Instagram at tangentialinspirationpodcast or find us on Facebook. Have a great week.